when you're in this situation, you just need the teams to win that are going to get you into the playoffs. I, I don't care about whether they're a rival or whether they're Pittsburgh or whoever. Like, just just get in. The offense will be running. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson is feeling it right now. He's hot. No one forgets that pain of the ankle, the ankle shot from the Razor scooter. Oh, oh, oh. Very almost Christmas, Garrett. <laughs> Welcome into Santa's workshop. That was terrible. That got a weird accent at the end. Welcome into Santa's workshop. That How one was that? better. Thank you. Yeah, that I one think, was better. I think I have a pretty good ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. That's the easiest part, though. That's you. Everyone can kind of do the ho ho ho, but then what? Once you get down, we have to actually start talking. Then it, everyone kind of panics. That's what that's why that's why Santa sticks with the ho ho ho. Yeah, that's all there is. That's all there is. Um, anyway, welcome into the lounge. Uh, we're a little excited for Christmas because who's not this year? Slash the holidays. Sorry, Christmas and the holidays overall. Yeah. Who's yeah. not? I mean, we needed this holiday season. I feel like more than any year prior. I might be more excited than my kids. Can't wait for Santa to come down the chimney. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Got the uh, got the milk and cookies ready to go. You know who's eating those. <laughs> they never get to Santa. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everything's looking rosy right now. The Ravens are riding a three-game winning streak. Still not in playoff position. Still need a little help. But, you know, I, I'm feeling good. Ravens have pretty good chances of making the playoffs. Uh and and playing good football right now. I mean, this is the best football the Ravens have played. We've been kind of waiting for this offense to uh, click in the gear, and it looks like they've finally done it. So a lot to be happy about this holiday season. Yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what the Ravens need because I think it happens. Um, I, I feel less confident on that than I did two weeks ago. I still think it happens. I do. But I, I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. And I'm all nervous though. And then we're also uh, on the back end of this episode going to do our Christmas gift draft. So we've done some serious research, both personal, <laughs> personal experience and Google, to determine a list of some of the hottest Christmas items ever. Not just this year, not this year, but Christmas gifts in history. So we've got an incredible list here. Tickle me. Go all the way back to the caveman years of fire. Rub two sticks <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah. You got fire this year for Christmas. Yeah, water. <laughs> Not uh, quite that far. Not quite that far. <laughs> but there's some good ones. There's 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 some classics here, like a Beanie Babies. Just a little teaser. Oh, oh, is that is that a little hint on where you have Beanie Babies ranked? You got Slink, it high, huh? Slinky. <laughs> we got some good ones on that list. So uh, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. But we do want to talk about uh, where this team stands, how they're playing right now. Um, and send us some questions uh, for next episode. You can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. So uh, the game against Jacksonville, I mean, that was just what you wanted to see from this team. Like, go out there. You're better than them. Double-digit favorite. Take care of business. Game never really in question. Never really nervous. I guess the only kind of nervous moment of that game was maybe after the opening interception by Lamar, but a few plays later, you get the safety, and then from there, it was like, all right, all right, this is, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're off we're uh, off and rolling uh, here. As soon as the safety happened, I was like, yeah, this game's over. Yeah. <laughs> Two nothing lead. It's over. <laughs> and, and quite frankly, I didn't really, I wasn't super worried about the interception. It was just like, yeah. The Ravens are playing too good a ball right now. 
to lose to a Jags team like that. But you, you do have to say, I mean, the Jags have played some teams tight, you know, I mean, and looking around the league, when you see the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, it makes you appreciate a little bit more what the Ravens did in just taking care of business, which is they've done a good job of uh, mm-hmm. under John Harbaugh overall. And in particular, since Lamar Jackson has been the quarterback, like there aren't really any stinkers, you know? Yeah. Yep. It looked, and, I mean, and that that's going to be valuable down the stretch here when you're facing teams that are all sub 500. Yeah. Well, I think that it sounds like coach speak, but like beating any team is, is there's value. It's important. And you can't just, that was certainly a game that the Ravens should win. Um, but there is something to be said for going out there, take care of business and doing it efficiently. Um, and the Ravens were able to do that in that game. And I think it just, the Ravens are in a spot now where if they're going to make the playoffs, they are going to go into the playoffs winners of five straight. They would obviously have to win Sunday. This is the most likely scenario. I, su- I suppose there's other scenarios where they may not win these next two games against the Giants and against the Bengals. But most likely, if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to go into the playoffs winners of five straight and playing hot football. Um, I feel like I said that like three weeks ago on the pod. I think I said that this team is going to get hot, go in winners of five straight, and you're like, oh, cart before the horse. Rah, 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 rah. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the team that there's already a little some whispers about this, but this is this will be the team that nobody wants to face if the Ravens do end up getting getting into the playoffs because they're going to be hot. They're going to be on the road, which I like for this team in the playoffs. I, I'd rather them. I was talking to somebody about this, uh, Marisol Renner in our PR department, and I was saying, you know what, man, think back to all the big Ravens wins that they've had in recent years. Have you which ones were at home? Because I have trouble remembering any, like almost all of them on the road. Yeah, and, and so I just like this team in that position. You know, especially after the past two years of losing a home playoff game, go back on the road, man. The Ravens are road dogs in the playoffs back in the Joe Flacco era. So let's let's take Lamar back on the road because he plays well there too. Um, so I think this will be a hot team. The offense will be running. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson is feeling it right now. He's hot. The defense, I think, once you get healthy in the secondary, the defense is going to be really good. Plus, the pass rush is going to have been cranked up. It's It already got cranked up against the Jags, and it's only going to get better, I think, in the next two games against two teams that allow a lot of sacks. So I think the pass rush is going to continue to, to really uh, show its teeth. So, yeah, this team is going to be really good. And when you look around the rest of the division or the rest of the conference, here's the Steelers are struggling. You know, I mean, the Chiefs are still the, the, the team that you look at as the tough one to get by. Uh, but they've played some, played some really close games. Mahomes has been throwing more interceptions recently. They're not unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the Ravens just have to do it. They haven't done it yet. Got to do it if they face them. And, you know, I'll welcome another rematch with the Titans. I'll go against the Colts again. Sure, bring it on. I'll go against yeah. the Bills. Okay. Right. I think now you sound like me getting really looking down the line here, but I, I think that I, I feel good about any team that the Ravens would play in the postseason, uh, with the exception of the Chiefs as the team that would make me the most nervous. Like, I think the Ravens would be favored, maybe not against the Bills in Buffalo, but every other team, I got to believe that they would probably be favored going into that game. Titans, eh, maybe. Anyway, I I think that there's a good chance that they do, especially with, if they're rolling, they continue to play like they have the past couple of weeks. Um, so what, 
Here's like, my question. Wait, I got a question for you. Yeah. I got a question for you. Are you are you purchasing a terrible towel? I so we need we need the Steelers to rebound these next yeah. two games. They have the Colts next, and they finish in Cleveland. Yep. And if they win either one of those games, and the Ravens win out, the Ravens are in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. suddenly Baltimore is pulling for Pittsburgh to get it back on track after losing three straight. It feels weird, but I also was cheering for the Patriots to beat the Dolphins on Sunday. Obviously, that didn't happen, but yeah. when you're in this situation, you just need the teams to win that are going to get you into the playoffs. I, I don't care about yeah. whether they're a rival or whether they're Pittsburgh or whoever. Like, just just get in, and then. But my question still stands: Would you I, ever? Would you ever wear wave a terrible towel? Like, if it came down to it, you got to wave that terrible towel for a Steelers win. You doing it? Well, sure, sure. If 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 me waving a terrible towel gets us in the playoffs, sure. I I I'm not so prideful that I couldn't do that. But am I going to be purchasing a terrible towel? No, I'm not going to buy one. But if that was the magic wand, if all I had to do was wave that magic wand, and the Ravens are in the playoffs, sure, hand it wow, over. You're, Let's go. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. You wave a terrible towel. That's a that's a black mark on you for the rest of your life. That's a stain, Gary. I'll do if whatever ever do that. the team needs, whatever it takes. <laughs> But that's Whatever. for the rest of your life. That doesn't wash off. So, all right. So here's here's the thing. So that you laid out that one scenario. The other scenario that is is most likely if the Ravens are going to make the playoffs would be Miami's playing the Raiders on Sunday if they lose that game, and then they play the Bills in Week 17. So if Miami loses either of those games, and again, this is all assuming that the Ravens beat the Giants and beat the Bengals to finish the season 11 and five. If Miami yeah. loses one of those two, then the Ravens would also be in. And if uh, Miami loses both of those games, which is a possibility, certainly, then the Ravens could drop one and still get in. Right. Because they would get um, in ahead of Miami right now. Right. Um, yeah. The, what, not... the thing that concerns me the most with Miami is, A, the Raiders aren't playing very well right now, and Derek Carr's hurt, right? Yep. So I, I'd probably say Miami's favored in that game. And yeah, then the Bills, the Bills might have nothing to play for in the final week. If they don't have a shot at a first round bye, you know, it would be great if the Chiefs had lost to New Orleans this yeah. past Sunday. And that would have made the bye, put the bye much more up in the air to give the Bills something to play for in week 17. Because I do think that if the Bills have something to play for that final week of the season, then they probably beat the Dolphins. Like they're the better team, certainly. Yeah. Um, but if they're just in cruise control, rest the starters or pull the starters at halftime or whatever. You just hate that, you know, and then yeah. the Dolphins pull one out. You definitely hate that. Um, yeah, you and, then, and then with the Steelers, if they were to lose the Colts, then they would be playing the Browns in Week 17, most likely, assuming the Browns win this weekend, for the opportunity to win the division. So obviously they're going to have – I mean, so when I was watching the game between the Steelers and the Bengals, initially the Steelers fall behind, I think, 17 nothing, and I'm like – this team going to lose out. This team's going to lose out. They stink. They've right. fallen apart. They've collapsed. <laughs> and suddenly I don't feel so good about the Ravens' chances. About their because chance. they, uh, right. Like, I, I don't feel good about Pittsburgh beating the Colts or beating the Browns. The Browns and the Colts look like better teams right now. However, I was texting with a friend, and he kind of swayed me the other direction, which is now the Steelers have kind of a back against the wall. They can't – they're in the playoffs, but if they want to win the division um, – Home playoff game. Home playoff game. They've got to win the – one of these next two games. Right. So, I mean, they've been embarrassed. I mean, if losing yeah. to Washington wasn't as embarrassing enough, now you're riding a three-game skid. Like, you are desperate to pull out of this. 
uh, because the, obviously the last thing they want is to be going into the playoffs, losing a five straight. Uh, so they got to figure it out. And, you know, I, I think that they can. So I, I kind of looked at that game as I didn't mind a Steelers loss there for the reason of, you know, it's going to make week, week 17 all that much better, make that more competitive. Um, and, you know, it didn't really hurt the Ravens or help the Ravens. And I always just enjoy watching the Steelers lose. Yeah, I mean, just from a, a rooting against the Steelers standpoint, that was great. I also think that Mike Tomlin does a good job of coaching when his team needs to win. Like, the past yeah. couple of years, what was it last year? They started 0-4, and then they still find themselves found themselves coming down to the wire. I mean, they could yep. if they would have made the playoffs last year if they won that game, right, against us in Week 17? Uh, no, I think they needed some other things to go their way, so I don't think so. Right, right. But they could have. It, they they went into that game playing for their playoff lives. Anyway, my point yes. is just I think Tomlin does a good job uh, when his team needs to get it together and, and, and win games in order to get to the postseason. They typically come together and play well. So I still think that one of those teams will lose. I think that the Dolphins, the Colts, Dolphins or the Colts will lose one of these next two, or the Browns will lose one of these next two games. I, yeah. I just I feel like it. I you know I'm a college football fan, and I feel like this happens all the time early in the season when you're starting to, especially with the way it used to be, when only two teams make the national championship and everyone's looking at it. I don't know if, if you finish with, if you're, you're third in the rankings right now, are you going to make the, are you going to make the national championship? Someone always loses. Someone always <laughs> loses, and I just don't think that the Browns, the Colts, and the Dolphins are all good enough teams to each finish the season on either a three or four game winning streak. I I just don't see those teams finishing out the regular season, a combined, I think 12 and 0. So it would be very historic for the Ravens to finish 11 and five and not make the playoffs. A only two teams. That's only happened twice in NFL history since 1978, which is when the NFL went to a 16 game schedule, right? So how many years is that? Let's let's test their math here, Garrett. 22, uh, 42 <laughs> years. Okay, so that's 41 years. Only It's happened twice. Yeah. A team finished 11-5 and five and didn't make the playoffs. And that's when there were six playoff teams, not seven like this year. So yeah. if the Ravens finish 11-5 and five and don't make it, wow. that That's just – I mean, not that you take any solace in it making history for all the wrong reasons, but crazy. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. This season, when you trade up to Ram Trucks, you're getting power, luxury, and technology like you never imagined. You don't become the back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for nothing. And with the Ram 1500, you can get a lot of everything. Rear legroom, a reconfigurable center console, it's all available now, plus you get a lot more storage. Or you could also trade up to the Ram 3500 and get 410 standard horsepower in a gas engine. For these great deals, and to find out more, go to Ram.com today. All right, so just to continue that conversation about how painful that would be, because I love that. I love to talk about how painful <laughs> that would be. I mean, it would be it would be heartbreaking for this team to be one of, if not the hottest team in football at 11-5 and five, and then be left on the outside looking in, which is I just don't think that's going to happen. My, my As nervous as I give that a 10% chance, 10%, which isn't zero, but I give it a I, – I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, that would be absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but anyway, let's let's talk about happier things. Let's talk about happier things, and that is the play of this offense right now. Okay, this offense suddenly, like some of the missing pieces are coming together, and I'll and I'll admit, like I have said 
a couple of times, even on this podcast, that I just didn't think that the Ravens would probably get over their shortcomings this year. Like, they could get better, but it wasn't like they were going to fix everything. And, and you know, I, I'm not sitting here saying, like, they fixed the whole offense. It's back to last year's offense and all that. But I'm telling you, there's some signs, like, the Ravens checked some boxes that they've been missing all season in that Jags game. Suddenly you have the 40-some yard throw down the sideline to Hollywood. Like, we've been waiting, Mm -hmm. you know, a dozen weeks for that one to happen, right? You have an offensive line that is gelling right now because you have some consistency up there. Orlando Brown, pro bowler, Orlando Brown, playing really well at left tackle. Ben Powers has stepped in. You know, the Ravens were searching for that right guard for a long time. It looks like Ben Powers has stepped in, and he's playing pretty darn well, especially as a run blocker. Right tackle, center. I mean, the offensive line is coming together. At running back, they're feeding the beast, J.K. and Gus. You know, the run game is – I'll tell you, that is a nice one-two combo because J.K.'s speed to the edge is -hmm. a difference maker, man. Yeah. Like, he just spreads out a defense. That was kind of the problem early in the season and for much of the season for this offense is you couldn't spread the defense out horizontally or vertically, really. They were just packed in the middle of the field. And now J.K., is spreading them out horizontally because of those jet sweeps. Like, he just gets the edge so fast that those edge defenders now have another thing to think about. They just can't only think about Lamar, yep. right? They have to account for J.K. getting to the edge, and that has really, I think, helped open things up for this offense. And then vertically, like I said, with the Hollywood deep ball, now you're stretching him vertically. So that really just makes the whole operation work a lot, a lot smoother. Yeah, well, also when J.K. gets out there to the edge, that opens up the middle of the field for Lamar to run through there. And he is so good. Like, yes, he would be running between the tackles, but it's not running between the tackles like a running back. Uh, He's running – he he has such good vision in the middle of the field to find kind of a crease and then take it. Um, And then when J.K. is spreading out the defense, he can find some big creases in there, Uh, you know, like the Cowboys game when when the linebackers just went the the wrong direction and he had nothing but green grass in front of him. So – now he, he didn't get he didn't run like the Jags kind of bottled up Lamar, um, yeah. surprisingly. I, that was one thing I was surprised in from the game, but I don't expect that to continue. And how many times has Lamar run all over the NFC East this year? I mean, oh, it's practically been the same play. He's had long touchdown runs against Washington, Dallas, and Philadelphia this year. Let's see if he can get uh, the the last. Not that what's a what's a four? Not the trifecta. Quadfecta? <laughs> the quadfecta. <laughs> Let's see if he can get the quadfecta this week. And look, he is carrying the ball uh, more lately for more success. 124 yards against Cleveland, 94 against Dallas, and then yeah. only 35 against Jacksonville. But, you know, that's not a game where he, where he needed to. Uh, and if there's going to be a game where, where you don't want him running a month as much, it's the Jacksonville game when you win in 40-14. to 14. So um, I also think that he – there's confidence building on this team. And I just thought that that was something that the team needed all year on offense. They needed to have some games where they started to have fun again and they are having fun on this offense. And whether it's, I don't know what, you know, what it is that's changed, but I just think that like, this is a team that feeds off success and now they're having success. And maybe just to be honest, part of it is that the teams that they're playing recently aren't as good as some of the teams they played earlier in the season. Um, I mean, that's definitely that's, playing that's, a part. It, it it is, it is, it is. Now Cleveland is uh, not really they're They don't play into that. Um, Cleveland's just a good team, um, and the Ravens played a really good game against them. So I would kind of remove them from that. But 
beating Dallas is not a good team. Jacksonville's not a good team. And the Ravens were able to, I think, have success, and now they're feeding off of that. So I think Hollywood is going to be huge down the stretch. I think that it was huge to get Des Bryant his first touchdown uh, down the stretch. Um, or That's going to be big down the stretch. And I just think that, like, the other part of this, as the Ravens go through these final couple of weeks, I think it's going to be critical to get healthy. Calais Campbell didn't play against Jacksonville. They need him in the playoffs. Marcus Peters didn't play. Those are two guys who can be difference makers for this team. And if they get healthy, and these are, you know, against Jacksonville, if that were the Super Bowl, those guys probably would have played, right? But you didn't need them against Jacksonville. Get them healthy, um, and then get to a point where hopefully in the playoffs, they're 100% or close to it. And that's going to be like getting, I don't know, you get you get a, a shot in the arm late in the season, which doesn't happen much. But if that can be the case for those two guys, uh, that would be, and Jimmy Smith too. I left him out. So I think that would be huge. Yeah, totally. I mean, the the secondary right now is kind of like the sleeping giant. You know what I mean? Like once once you get everybody back out there, because that's been they haven't been getting as many turnovers recently. I need I need a little fruit punch, man. Little fruit <laughs> punch. Know. It's like a nice holiday drink. What do you put in? What do you put in a fruit punch for the holidays to really spice it up? What do you think? Rum? Would that be rum? What's what's a no? Not rum. What's like a nice Christmas liqueur? Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna looking at fruit punch recipes I'm, yeah i'm gonna have to google this but anyway i need fruit punch with a little alcohol in it in these next two games sure uh and, and because i really do think that the defense you know they've been giving up now they didn't give up that many yards against the jags but the the previous two weeks obviously the yards were higher than you'd like it to be um now that's okay you know because you're you're not going to just handcuff the chiefs if you get to the playoffs or, or the Titans probably, but you, you know, some of these really good offenses, you need to get turnovers. So I think that's kind of the next step. Once the Ravens get healthy in the secondary and whatnot. And like I said, get the pass rush going, then we could see them get back to getting some more turnovers too. You know what you should put in your fruit punch. What's that? Some crown Royal. Oh, well done, sir. <laughs> pay them, pay them bills. Also, you need to make sure that you mix in some water between those Crown Royal fruit punches. Crown Royal wants to remind you to take a water break and moderate your drinking. Stay hydrated. Stay royal. Crown Royal Canadian whiskey. You like that yep. segue? That was well that done was, there. Oh, that's why you're a pro. That's why you're a pro, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, is it speaking of Christmas, is it time for our, our uh, Christmas draft here? How holiday draft holiday christmas present yeah it's a christmas, present yeah, draft. christmas uh, uh, gift draft so yeah we did some hardcore research lots of research dug into the tape and the, and the analysis and looked at some of the best christmas gifts ever and uh we've come up with this list here all right so we've got 12 gifts here this first one isn't it's a gaming system we we debated is it nintendo is it n64 is it ps3 it, what, a PS3, Xbox One, it's a gaming system, a video game system. Because depending on your generation, you know, you, you need to have... It just needs to be generic. It needs to be generic, well, it was right? like, like every time a new gaming system comes out around the holidays, it's the hottest gift of the holidays. So right, right. We couldn't so, pick them all, so we just exactly. lumped them in. Yeah, it would have been dumb. You have, you have N64, then you have original Nintendo. No. Gaming system. All right. Cabbage Patch Kids. Tickle Me Elbow. Razor Scooters. Pokemon Cards. A Tamagotchi. For some people who are younger listeners, they're going to have to look some of these things up. Like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> you may not know what that is. Cabbage Patch Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids. Beanie Babies. 
you may see some of those in your, you know, in the closet. Uh, Pogs, a bike, just a classic bike, not a specific bike, the good, right. good old fashioned bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one year we saw the like BMX bikes were like the most popular gift that year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a bike is a classic. But this Christmas is a bike, gift. right? Just yeah. a bike is a bike. A bike. Uh, Rubik's cube, hungry, hungry hippos, and a slinky. <laughs> Do you have a slinky? Of course, I have a slinky. Oh, <laughs> what kind of question is that? All right, all right, rocker scissors. You ready? We're on video here. All right. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Shoot. Shoot. Damn! <laughs> Golly day! I really thought you, you never get, won. I thought you'd just get weird and go paper on that. Oh, you've, ne- you've never won. Do you try to lose? Do you see what I'm doing? Is it is that part of the shtick? Oh, I feel like that's part of the shtick. But it's great. All right, so the, the first pick, as usual, I have first pick. Golly I'm just gonna take. Shit. I'm gonna take the item that we, we we just talked about. We all know that it's the hottest gift. You said it yourself. It's the video game console. It's the <sighs> video game console, and you know it because I can see your your crestfallen. Everyone knows when you get the video game console. And you go down into the basement, and I would dis- I would disappear until February. What, no matter what the <laughs> system was, whether it was an Xbox, a Sega, original Nintendo, I would disappear from Christmas Day until until the birds started chirping in in the spring. And that's what I'm going to do again <laughs> this year with my new video game console. Ugh. I mean, that's the obvious number one. I can't even <laughs> I can't even make an argument against that. But but that leaves okay. me with a very very solid number two. And that is a bike. That is a bike. You know, because, Garrett, I'm not like you, just some just some pasty kid sitting on this couch playing video games all day. Yeah. I get out and ride my bike because I'm an athlete, and you're not. Okay? I was just I'm looking through my bike. here. I was just looking through here, and I'll give it to you. I was going to take bike if you didn't take bike. If you screwed it up somehow, which I'm shocked you didn't. I'll give you credit. You didn't screw it up, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying a lot for you. But – the the bike is a good it's the only outdoor oriented activity we have on here so yeah. clearly we're indoor cats it's a good um, one. all right number 3 actually we do have another outdoor thing and i'm going to take it right here it's the oh, razor scooter it's the razor scooter here's the thing though razor scooters aren't that great like yeah. have you ever ridden those things when you whip that around and it catches you in the ankle oh <laughs> Oh, that hurts so bad. Razor oh, scooters yeah, kind of suck. That's a pain that when you feel that for the, no one forgets that pain of the ankle, the ankle yeah. shot from the razor scooter or the shin. <laughs> hurts like a mother. Oh, yeah. But but natural athletes and scooter pros like myself, we we don't have. No, that you're not a scooter pro. You've been hitting the ankle so many times. That's why you're just a sitting duck in the pocket and playing football. Too many razor <laughs> scooter shots to the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm glad i go. got the i i almost overlooked it i i did the whole long set i know about how, i know i was like is he gonna blow this and then if you blow this am i taking bike and race <laughs> that would have been but okay okay I, that's okay because that leaves me with a very solid number four and that's hungry hungry hippos which oh, is just a great game just a fantastic game it's it's fun you can do it for a long time like, that game never gets old. I could play Hungry Hungry Hippos right now. Seriously, if somebody just came up to me right now and said, you want to play a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos? I would be like, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Mm. That game's timeless. Mm. All right. Number three. Now we're starting to get into the number really five big... overall. Number five overall. Number three for you. Yeah, we're yeah. starting to now. We're now into the territory of the one-hit wonder toys. Oh, yeah. Basically, oh, all these toys are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to take one of the, the the best of the bunch, and that's Pogs. That is Pogs. Ooh! Pogs were a great, a great item. That you would get the, the the huge case with them. Then you would have the slammers, like the metal ones with the, yep. the, the, the spirals. Oh, the slammers were great. The slammers. When you would get a couple slammers, those things were incredible. It and then you would trade the them. After Christmas, you would show up at, at school the next week, and then everyone would have the new pogs, and you start wheeling and dealing those things. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to ride my Razor scooter when I finally come <laughs> out of the basement, bring my pogs to school, and I'm going to be wheeling and dealing with the other kids. I feel great about the draft. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though. Do you even know how to play Pogs, or was it just about collecting cool-looking Pogs? Yeah, I, I don't even know that there was an objective to the game. Yes, there was. There, You could play the game. See, that's yeah, the thing. I, you make this pick, and you don't even know how to play the game. It wasn't really about the game. It was about showing off my sweet slammer to all my friends. <laughs> I, I actually can't argue with you because I didn't know how to play. And that's <laughs> the only reason I collected them also. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to break rank here and go a little out of order on my board. You know, this yep. is not... Ozzy Newsom yep. would not approve of this style, of this strategy, but I have to. Sorry, Oz. I'm going Tamagotchi, okay? Because mm. I didn't get a video gaming system, and this is the closest thing I can get. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And, and Tamagotchi, for those who don't know, it was like this little, like... It was almost like a keychain kind of size thing that, like, you, like, fed your little pet, and, you, and it pooped, and you had to, like, change its diaper... <laughs> and it was like a very rudimentary like version of Sims almost yeah. kind of, um, but with like a little pet. And I do have a quick story. I I picked this even though I have a a bad history with Tamagotchi, and and that is that my middle school girlfriend she had a Tamagotchi, and we'd have you know I'd have to call her and talk to her on the phone, which I hated. Like who wants to call their girlfriend every day in middle school? <laughs> it's awful. And all she wanted to talk about with this was this stupid Tamagotchi. And what she was doing with this Tamagotchi, and I was like, just, I have to end this relationship right now. I can't take this. So basically, you That's took what broke us up. You took, you took the Tamagotchi as part of the healing process from that middle school relationship. Exactly. This is, part, this is part of the final act. We broke up because I refused to call her anymore to talk about her stupid Tamagotchi. And, and here you are. Here you are 20 years later taking the Tamagotchi. <laughs> Still not over it. I'm, I'm healing. My, my, uh, <laughs> my psychiatrist, my therapist told me to do this. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one. Um, you know what I'm? Know what I'm gonna do here? I'm gonna take a timeless item. A timeless item. You can no. play with this for hours. No, it's the slinky. That's it's a terrible pick. I knew it. That's a terrible pick. It's a terrible pick. This is, has dude. What can you do with the slinky? You can. You, here's the two things you can do with the slinky. You ready? You can send it down the stairs, which, which is, is awesome. That's the traditional way to play with a slinky. The other is you hold it and then you bounce it towards people's faces to make it them think that it's going to hit them in the face. <laughs> well, that that second one is that that sounds like a, a mink move, but you can play the <laughs> stairs game for hours with the. No, slinky. you can't. You cannot, yeah. dude. Yeah. You cannot play the slinky stairs game for hours, 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 and that's that's just timeless. They, all these other ones. They have their moment in the sun, and then everyone forgets about them. Oh, no, that's a terrible and... pick. I had that at number 11. Oh, that's a bad pick. 
No, okay. all right. I feel great about that. that Sometimes you, you got to go You just tradition. ruined your draft. You just ruined your draft. I'm going Pokemon cards with my next one. Talk about timeless. I thought this is where you were going with timeless. How long have Pokemon cards, like, has Pokemon been popular? People still play that. People still play Pokemon in, like, gaming stores and stuff, man. Dude, I mean, and it, had, and it had the resurgence with the whole Pokemon. You had to go find them. That thing yeah, on your yeah, phone? Yeah, 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 right. You sound like I mean, a, an old man talking about this. What's the game? You, you get your phone out there, and you, you, and you look at it, and the Pokemon look, are in there? All I know is you got to get them all, right? Is that, <laughs> you got to collect them all, got to catch them all, something right. like that. All I know is Pokemon has been very popular for a long time. Not personally for me. I don't know how to play it all, but I'm just saying it's popular, and I'm taking it. Well, that's fine because you left you left the all-time collector's item and to get the collector's item of all collector's items here with my fifth pick is is shocking. And that's Beanie Babies. I am I am retiring <laughs> right now and cashing in. My payday has come in. The Beanie Babies are <laughs> going to pay for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> with the Beanie Babies, everyone had like the protector uh the, the, the plastic over the little tags. You couldn't take oh, the yeah. tags off. It had like the tag in the ear. You yep. couldn't take the tag off. Yep. I've got them. These things are worth big bucks. Big they're not, bucks. They're not, no. That's the thing. See, you blew it again. They're not worth big bucks because they still sell lots of Beanie Babies. Like, I could go to CVS right now and get a Beanie Baby. Not, not the in OGs. In fact, I might for a little stocking stuffer for the kids. Not the OGs. The original Beanie not Babies. Not the OGs. Not the ties. Those things are, are, are primo dollars, so... No, uh, if we're talking primo dollars, we're talking about my next pick, which is Tickle Me Elmo. The ultimate, no. the ultimate of the collector's item, hot item, couldn't find it. They were going for a million dollars, literally, on eBay. <laughs> I'm going se- to take Tickle Me Elmo here right now, sell it, and retire. You can't, my... I, just, I just made that joke. You can't take my same joke. I just talked about that with my <laughs> Beanie you? Babies. Did you? You said you were going to retire? I did. Oh, I just totally missed that. <laughs> 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 anyway i'm selling the tickle me elmo for way bigger bucks than your beanie babies here's ever. the thing with the tickle me elmo it had a great it was it was a one-hit wonder a total one-hit wonder beanie babies those things are are, are here for the long haul they're here for the long haul as you said they're still selling them in bunches huge numbers <laughs> all right and i'm gonna cap off this is my last pick and the two options left are rubik's cube or cabbage patch kids this is an opportunity to strengthen my mind this is the opportunity oh, to build my mind with the Rubik's Cube. I got some great, terrible. great Dude. items here. Some timeless. The Rubik's Cube is still a huge. Have you seen there's videos on social media with guys doing the Rubik's Cube super fast? Yeah, not you. Just, you you here's are why so you don't dumb. Like the you just stare at the Rubik's Cube and it becomes a paperweight. Yeah, here's why you don't like the Rubik's Cube. And I understand it. I can teach you how. You can't figure out how to do it. You're not smart <laughs> enough to figure out how to solve a Rubik's Cube, so you just pretend like, I don't like it, that's dumb, that's a bad item. No, you just can't figure it out. I'll teach you, but I got it. Wow, have you, I feel great have you legit, that. Have you legit, have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube? Oh, yeah, I've solved a Rubik's Cube. No, you have not. You're Many such a times. liar. You've Many. Watched, you've watched our coworker Dave Herringer solve a Rubik's Cube. Herringer can solve it yourself. in about 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite that fast, but. All right, so that means you end up with Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, I got Cabbage Patch Kids. Just to review your draft, you have the all-time nerd draft. I mean, I swear, you are a... This is the dork draft for you, okay? Gaming system, Razor Scooter is the dorkier of the bike versus Razor Scooter, clearly. Pogs, okay? Beanie Babies, Slinky, Rubik's Cube. That is the dorkiest 
Christmas draft I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Me, awesome draft, cool kid, bike, <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. All my friends are going to want to come over. What are you? Who? Which of your friends is going to come over and play with the Rubik's cube with you, Garrett? None. Well, they're going to come play with the Pogs. They're going to ride. We're going to no, ride our razor scooters. We're going to no, ride our razor scooters. Nobody knows how to play Pogs. Okay, bike, hungry, hungry hippos, Pokemon cards, Tamagotchi, Cabbage Patch Kids, and Tickle Me Elmo. I've got it all. I've got you, it all. Your draft is the basically the Hall of Fame of '90s trash toys. <laughs> that no. all those items no are, I think are in the hall of fame there i think i've got it the only reason that anybody would vote for you to win this draft is because you got the gaming system which is far and away the number one but well, you, i think can... in in terms of depth like this i have a deep draft here where i have some mm. pro bowlers in the fourth fifth round you've really just got a nice hall of fame pick in round one that's all you got and then i and then i got the rubik's cube is my last pick just just strength just strength that that's the center that's the center in the in the sixth (laughs) round smart player heady player who can come in solidify your offensive line and and be there for 10 years that's the ryan jensen pick that's the jensen yeah exactly Um, that's the john urschel pick the urschel (laughs) urschel yes exactly there you go (laughs) um all right so let us know who you think won the draft Uh, you can email us at lounge at ravens.nfl.net we're going to take a quick break and then give you our final thoughts on this upcoming game against the giants Ravens fans know there's only one truck brand strong enough to partner with the Lounge of the Ravens Podcast Network, and that's Ram Trucks, Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year. The Ram 1500 offers an available Ram Box cargo management system, four-corner air suspension, and a huge amount of rear legroom. When properly equipped, the Ram 3500 is a heavy-duty workhorse that boasts a thousand pound-feet of diesel torque. Go to Ram.com today for great deals on a wide selection of Ram trucks. Now with door-to-door delivery. All right, so the Ravens going against the New York Giants Sunday, 1 o'clock at M&T Bank Stadium. The Giants right now, like we were talking about before, not sure what their quarterback situation is looking like, whether it's going to be Colt McCoy or uh, Daniel Jones. Right. So that remains to be seen. They are getting back uh, one of their – the best cornerbacks, James Bradbury. Uh, he's been one of the best corners in the league this year. He's coming back. He just was activated from the COVID list. So the Giants aren't a team, I think, that you can totally, you know, just dismiss. They're, they're, I, I think they're better than the Jags. Let's say that. They're better than the Jags, and I think that they're better than the uh, Cowboys. Um, and they they have a good defense. That's what they have. They, they don't have a good offense. Right. They have the 31st-ranked offense. So I don't think that this group – whether it's McCoy, whether it's Daniel Jones, a quarterback. If it's, if it's Jones, a quarterback, I, they're a more dangerous offense, I think. But I, I, either way, I just don't think that they're going to put up a ton of points on the Ravens' defense. No, I mean, but you're talking, you're talking about a defense that held the Seahawks to 12 points, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat Washington. They beat the Eagles. I mean, you know, what, beating teams in the NFC East this year isn't anything to rag home about. But you look at that Seahawks game and you say, wow. You and know, that was they, with McCoy. That was McCoy started that game. So, yeah, you know they are they've got a good defense. They've got twenty turner takeaways this year. That's how the Ravens. If, if the Ravens lose this game, we're going to look back on it, and it's going to be because of they, they are careless with the football and turn it over, and that's yep. going to be why they lose. I, I just yep. if if the Ravens if the Ravens don't have a turnover in this game, they win. I honestly think it's as simple as that. Um, you might be right about that. 
And but if all of a sudden they have three turnovers, Giants turn one into a pick six or something like that, then you're going to be in a difficult situation, or you could be in a difficult situation, and, that, and that's how you lose a game like this. But if the Ravens protect the football, I also think that this is a game where Lamar may need to continue to build off what he did through the through the air, like through three touchdowns against Jacksonville. The Giants are a better team against the run. They're top ten against the run, so I don't think some of those huge lanes will be there like we've seen against Jacksonville, like we saw against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this could be. Uh, the Ravens needing to continue to build off of uh, some success that they've seen recently in the passing game. Yeah. Anyway, should be a good game. Make sure you tune in for that one. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Thank you to all our listeners. We really do appreciate you. You guys, you're a loyal bunch, uh, guys and gals, and, and we do appreciate you tuning in every week. If you haven't tuned into it already, make sure you look up and listen to and subscribe to Black in the NFL and what happened to that guy. Uh, Some awesome episodes in recent weeks from those. So uh, make sure you find that wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast, quite frankly. So uh, get ready for a big win over the G-Men.